Yes, we did. Is this why you don't eat in the middle of a podcast? (laughs) I know, but they're just sitting there calling my name. This is why I told you not to get them out at all. Frozen grapes are so yummy. Jason. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. We left our lives and family in small town Iowa to move overseas. And now as it becomes a reality, we want to share our adventures and our experiences along the way. Let's say that last part together. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do this. What episode is this? Episode 22. Really? Yeah. Wow. 22. Catching up with us in our years. What? It's going to be as old as we are soon. Like just the numbers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, soon enough, I guess. <laughs> 22. 22. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about today? <gasps> you know what 22 is? Oh, the day we got married. Yeah. <laughs> March 22nd. This is a good number for us. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 22. Too bad it's not in March. And then it could be our 22nd episode in March. 322. Wow. What if it was on our anniversary that we were recording it? Ah, so special. This is kind of weird the way we're recording this. <laughs> we have this like a uh, little makeshift wall in between us. Because last, our last episode quality wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. And part of the problem was like we have two mics now and it was kind of picking up each other's things. This was trying to rectify this. Though I don't I don't actually think it is helping. And I'm pretty sure nobody really noticed that except you. I noticed. And I maybe noticed. maybe your brother. It has to be perfect. I thought if it's not perfect, why are we doing it? You're doing a great job. <laughs> and you always tell me it doesn't have to be perfect. No. So I'm not sure why it bothers you. Well, I want it to be as best as good as it could be. I do so. appreciate that, babe. So twenty two. On to the show. So I was writing out some things that have gone on in the last couple of weeks, and Mm -hmm. I ended up with like a page and a half of notes. Yeah. A lot has happened. Yeah, it has. And I would like to first start off by saying that almost all of the things that we have on our landlord's list to fix is done, except Mm -hmm. for one, Mm -hmm. except for one thing, which is a a new new item. Yeah, but everything that we have complained about about our house in the last couple episodes pretty much are all fixed now. They're all fixed. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I have, I made a list too. You we, made a list? Yeah. Of like we, the things in our house that were fixed? Yeah. Okay, what do you have? So they adjusted our water heater so that it actually works consistently now? No, they didn't adjust it. it they like fixed it. Well, they also moved it down on the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because part of the problem was with the exhaust pipe that goes out the window was like sloped down, but it needs to just slope up. And so they had to lower the entire water heater down at six inches on the wall to get the proper angle for this exhaust pipe, which the exhaust pipe we didn't mention in the last episode, but... <laughs> this um, is the best story. We were... At one point, when before the exhaust pipe was installed by professionals, um, me and some guy, people just show up at our house and like 
fix things and we have no idea who they are or if they'll ever come back or, or whatnot. So it's just one of the guys that came. That like was the guy who cut it. the glass really big for the pipe to go out. Yeah. I've never seen him again. Yeah. But someone else came to fix how big the glass was. You're jumping. Build. Okay, sorry. All right, all right. Yeah, We're yeah. going back. We're going back to like the 10-foot pipe that needed to go out of our house and up into the sky so that all the exhaust fumes could yeah. go into the air. Yeah. Well, basically, um, I was holding this pipe from the roof to go down the hole, and the pipe separates in my hands, and like eight feet of the 10 feet goes crashing down five stories through this it's like an inverse chimney in the middle of our house. There's buildings kind of all around it, but then there's just this open air corridor that everyone has like windows in the middle of their house. They're everywhere. Well, every apartment has them and they're for like bathrooms. Exhaust. Yeah. Exhaust and kitchens. Yeah. So the pipe goes crashing down five stories. And I have never, never, ever known. Like I just thought whatever you drop down there is just gone for the rest of Eternity. Well, it certainly can't be true. And it turned out it wasn't. The guy went down to our neighbors and um You're making this sound like it wasn't a big deal. It well, was a it huge wasn't deal. A, I mean, we were all like, how do we get this pipe? No, nah, he figured it out floor. pretty pretty quickly. It wasn't that big of a deal. But it was pretty crazy to because uh, I was just holding it and then yeah. Anyway, now You're the just exhaust holding pipe. A ten foot pipe from the top of our apartment or like the top of the second floor to try to attach it to our first floor window, which is a very small area to attach it to. And it just separates and like eight feet of it just falls. Falls. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But anyway. And it it breaks. It breaks the bottom. You know what's better about this story? This is all happening at like seven o'clock at night before the Izmir gas people are coming to install our gas that we haven't had for a month the next morning Mm -hmm. and so we we need them to install this gas in the pipe that we have to have in order for them to approve the installation of the gas falls to the bottom of this no man's land yeah it's just really funny and so of course it breaks which means that they have to get a new part for the bottom of it the next morning and bring it before the gas people come. Mm-hmm. It was just. But they they all got worked out. Anyway, so all that to he's say. totally downplaying it. Yeah, I am. It was a lot more dramatic than, than how you're portraying so, it right now. Somebody else lowered the water heater to get the exhaust pipe at the right angle. And now it works consistently. And we have consistent hot water and our radiators work. Um, and so that's it's all amazing. great. Who knew those two things could work at the same time? I know. We'll send you a couple of pictures. There's like three different lines above our water heater as to where they were supposed to install it and where it's been before and then where it is now. Yeah. And then we also didn't have hot water upstairs because whoever was building our house decided, oh, we don't actually need to run a hot water line to the second floor. Crazy. So there was all this problems about well they're gonna have to rip up all of the floors and all the walls in order to run a line but she our landlord hired some smart guy who just thought oh the same hole that the exhaust pipe fell down through we could just run a water line up drill one hole in the wall and stick it into the bathroom and yeah then it worked now we got hot water upstairs too this is my favorite water guy because he also determined that 
the drain that's in our the room that has our hot water heater in it has a drain for water and two people before had said that we weren't allowed to hook up any other drains or like washing machines in this area and so we put our washing machine on the second floor which isn't too bad it just is really nice if we could have it on the first floor because jason's office is upstairs and it's a little bit loud at least the dryer is Mm -hmm. it makes the whole office really humid yeah so it's not ideal for whenever jason's working and he needs to concentrate so this guy who helped us get our hot water up to the second floor also was like yeah i'll just get a contraption that gives you two places to put a drain into this water place that you can use for your washing machine and then you can Mm -hmm. just move the washing machine downstairs Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do that we haven't done that yet because they're just heavy and so i need some help to do that so i'm one happy person about Mm -hmm. that right now Mm -hmm. um we got a new mirror we got new glass for our fireplace door. We got firewood. We haven't had our chimney cleaned yet, but that's supposed to happen this weekend sometime. We got our doors widened, which I'm not sure if we mentioned this or not, but some of our doors just wouldn't shut because they were too small. And I figured they should make the door smaller, but somehow they managed to make the door openings bigger, which I guess is the same effect, which seems harder to me, but one of the worked out. One of the doors, they ended up, I think, shaving some of it off to make Mm. the door smaller and then the other door upstairs they actually like widened the door casing yeah which is pretty amazing close (laughs) yeah we got our old shower out of our entryway because you know we decided we didn't need a shower in our entryway yeah we thought maybe we'd get something nicer to put in our entryway (laughs) yeah um what else the the storage room downstairs we got opened that wasn't even on my list yeah. but this is like a huge bonus yeah so that's good I, we didn't even talk about it we yeah. have storage downstairs yeah and go ahead. there's five doors and there's no organization as to who has what door mm-hmm. <laughs> so you would think it would and even turks have said this when they've come over um well the first one's the first floor, and then yours would be the last door. But that's not how this works. It, they're all different doors. So I have gone to all of our neighbors and asked them which door is theirs. And it leaves two doors. And one of those doors is our first floor neighbors. Who don't live here. Who don't live here most of the time, and nobody has a phone number for them. And the other one's ours. And so we have chosen one of them and change the locks, and put our bikes in there. Yeah, one of them is like just a metal door that you can't see in. The other one has a window in it so that we could see in and see stuff. It's like playing a game. It's and like a show game. On the wall in that room was w- written the word Sammy. We're like, mm, Sammy. Then um, we found a water bill for the first floor neighbors, and the name was... We weren't necessarily snooping. There's only a pot. There's just a pile of bills. And so you have to sift through the bills to find your name. And so the name matched. It was Sammy in that room, Sammy. And there was stuff in that room. And so deduction would say that this other room was ours. So we had it opened. Katie had it opened with the locksmith guy. And paid somebody to break into a door that we don't know is ours or not. And there was stuff in it. <laughs> but it was like... Stuff that was kind of like junk stuff, like flower pots and some garbage and and whatnot. And so we're not 
positive that that it's ours. So we just kind of reorganized the stuff. So the, the whole reason we did this is so we could put our bikes in it. And so we now have the bikes in there and all of the stuff in there. And so the worst thing that'll happen is they'll come back and say, our key doesn't work on our storage thing. And we're like, oh, we thought it was ours. Here's Here are the new keys, you know. But we were given permission to open them, to open one of them. Yeah. So we had permission. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking, I can't believe you just did that, one, we can't believe we did it either, but two, we everyone knew that we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. We got, I got monitors for my desk upstairs, so now I, I can plug my computer into monitors. Jason found the Amazon of Turkey and has is like a pro at it now. I've ordered two things, my monitors and a coffee grinder. It's more than me. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we got picture frames on the walls. We got lots of picture frames on the walls now. We are slowly making this place a home. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice, all of the lights when we moved in were white lights. They're like bright white. And we've been replacing some of the bulbs with yellow lights. And for some reason, yellow lights just make everything seem more homey to me. I don't know. The white is just like you're in a hospital or a store. But yellow is homey. We had white lights growing up. We had fluorescence. That was kind of the fluorescent can lights hmm. in all in our house. I mentioned this to... And uh, they flickered when they came on, and it kind of scared people when they came to our house. I mentioned this to a Canadian friend of mine, and he's like, you Americans, why do you like your yellow lights so much? I don't have an answer. They're just, they just seem better. They're just cozier. Yeah. Warmer, cozier. Yeah. And so, yeah, we still have a lot of white lights, but at least the ones we've been able to change out, we have put yellow lights in. So all this to say, our house is feeling much more homey. Yeah, it's starting to feel a lot more like our own. And I developed some pictures today to put into picture frames. Yeah, you had some developed. You didn't do it yourself. No, but people It's a different thing. We don't have a darker. <laughs> nobody would have distinguished between me saying that and having somebody else do it. <laughs> Only you. Only you. And my brother. And your brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been it's been pretty good. So the only thing that we really have left to do is we'll, we'll still continue to work on making our place our own, but it recently started raining here. Hmm. And so our new item on our to-do list is to get the roof fixed. Yeah, one of the rooms that we don't use upstairs, our landlord actually, when she was here, helping some people do things, found a bunch of water on the floor from the leaky roof. Yeah, so. that was... There's there's some discrepancies in the stories about the roof, and we had heard that the whole roof was changed out and that the whole, like, the whole roof is new. But then other people have said, no, we only changed parts of it, and it's going back and forth between people. I'm really trying to stay out of it. I'm not doing such a good job. Yeah, I think you just need to stay out of it. It's yeah. really not our problem. No, but it's caused some more damage on our floor. Um, like it happened when they were doing some construction. And so then they fixed the roof so that it wouldn't do that anymore. And then it, it leaked again. So we, we didn't have, we just never had this fear that it was going to leak because we were told that the, the roof was new. And then the roof leaked. <laughs> and now I have like a little bit of this anxiety and fear that when it rains, 
there's just going to be like new leaks in different places that weren't leaking before, hmm. which is not helpful. But I just think about leaving for a couple of weeks and that happening. And because when it rains here, it it rains hard and it lightning and thunders and the winds are are pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not too worried. You're not about worried it. about it. No, you're not worried at all. And I'm like, we need to get it changed right now so that when if it you know if it rains again. So I think I'm a little bit more concerned about it than yeah. you are. You're like, yeah. we'll just throw a rug over the floor and it's. That we can and we will, but I think I just yeah. I mean, get this nervous is, about this it. This is the benefit of renting a place, yeah. you know. And we keep saying we can live anywhere for a year. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't know if I can live anywhere for a year. You can do anything for five seconds. No, it's ten. Anybody not, it's watch? Five. Anybody? No, it's no. not. Anybody watch Kimmy Smith? The Unbreakable. Unbreakable. I would not recommend it. I think it's hilarious. It's not that good of a show. It's so funny. It's on Netflix. And so it's about a girl who was in like an underground bunker for, I don't know, like 15 years. It was a really long time. Anyway, people find her and they realize that they've been a part of this like cult and they've been deceived for 20 years or something. But she would just tell people. I, you can do anything for 10 seconds and then she would count and then 10 seconds would come and then she'd start over with 10 more seconds. It's a little stupid, but it's funny. Yeah. So Jason just says, you can do anything for 10 seconds, but sometimes he forgets it's 10 seconds. I still don't think it's 10. It doesn't 10. matter. It's it's not worth watching. Okay. No, I think people should watch it. Mm-hmm. If you watch Kimmy Smith and you like it, oh, Unbreakable, let me know. Mm-hmm. See whose team you are on. This is a really good... Uh, display of our different personalities some of the episodes were funny most of them just weren't to me that's okay moving on our house is coming together which is good yeah we're excited about it so the other thing the big thing that happened what i'm so hot why because our radiators work (laughs) i think it's the sun coming through the windows yeah maybe maybe it's your new haircut (sighs) i guess you didn't get a haircut i didn't get my hair you just decided since now that you can pay people to wash your hair you don't have to wash it yourself anymore i washed my hair yeah last week last week you mean like early last week yeah i mean so it's been like two weeks no it hasn't been two weeks Uh, it's not a hygiene problem it's i have very dry hair and i don't have to wash it all the time uh problem and i have a lot of it and every other time i could just pay someone five dollars and it can look really really good it looks good when you do it too thank you Mm -hmm. i will do it myself next time maybe moving on um so the other big thing that happened uh, since our last podcast is that we spent a few days in istanbul so we went to istanbul and it was fun we hadn't been there uh since the last time we came to turkey which was last 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 summer so It'd been almost a year and a half since we had seen um, our friends there, and we didn't get around to pe- to a lot of other friends. Um, we're hoping to go again and maybe visit some other um, people and reconnect with some some old friends. But this time around, we went up to Istanbul to c- celebrate Thanksgiving with um, with a family that we really like. Mm-hmm. We had turkey and turkey. Yes, we did. I told a lot of people this. For their for their Thanksgiving trivia, but nobody—I don't think anybody was as impressed with it as I was. That in 
in America, you know, where there's the country turkey and there's the bird slash food turkey, and they have the same name and it's funny and blah, blah, blah. Well, in Turkish, the word for corn and the word for Egypt is the same. Both of them are misur. And so told people this is trivia for their Thanksgiving tables to say, you know, in Turkey, the word for corn in Egypt is the same. But I don't think people think it's as interesting as I think it is. No, because it's about corn in Egypt, not Turkey and Turkey. But that's the point. Like in English, they're the same words. We think it's interesting. But in Turkey, the word for Turkey, the country is Turkey. And the word for Turkey, the bird is Hindi. Right. And so that's not interesting. That's but funny. No, in, that's funny. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. But in Turkish, the word for corn is Mr. And the word for Egypt is Mr. And so that's funny. That's interesting. Anyway, fine. I think it's interesting. Fine. You find that interesting. I find unbreakable interesting. Only one of us is right. <laughs> so we did go to Thanksgiving we did go to Istanbul for Thanksgiving, and it was it was a really good time. We it was a traditional American Thanksgiving dinner. And we also uh, a couple of side things that we did while we were there was um, visited the Imanunu Spice Bazaar. Mm-hmm. So that was like our most touristy thing that we did. Yeah, and we also ate breakfast with an old friend of mine, um, Essen, at the. We had Kavalta Turkish breakfast with an old friend of mine, Essen. Mm-hmm. on the Bosphorus. There's yeah. a restaurant there called the Kale Cafe, and Kale means castle, and cafe is cafe. Mm-hmm. And they have a really good breakfast, and you can actually sit there and look at the Bosphorus and the second bridge, and it's really, really pretty. It was, mm-hmm. It's prettier when the sun's out and it's a nice day. It was a little cold and cloudy, but it was still really nice. Yeah, Turkish breakfast is its own thing, and is in fact, like in the Turkish language, you don't eat breakfast, you do breakfast, like the the words that you use. And it's it's kind of, it's it's not like an American breakfast at all. It's like cheese there, it's like some eggs, but cheese and cucumbers and tomatoes and bread and honey and this... Kaimak. Kaimak, which is like this creamy, it's kind of like cream cheese, but a lot more creamy. Breakfast crack. Cream. <laughs> It is it anyway. is the reason you would do Kavalta. And they had like so good fried cheese for this breakfast too. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. Afterwards we went to Katie's favorite part of Istanbul. Oh yeah. Ortukoy, which is Turkish for like middle village. Um, but it's kind of a touristy type uh, it's not it's not super touristy, but there's a little market and then there is this just kind of street full of food vendors and there's just two foods that you get there. You either get baked potatoes or waffles, which seems very strange, but in both cases, you like get a waffle or you get the baked potato and then you just cover it with toppings and just anything you want, you can get on this baked potato or the waffle. And we got a waffle because it was... After breakfast, <laughs> I guess that doesn't make sense. But we um, walked a little ways. We took a taxi, and they had a, on Saturdays they have a market, so they have a bunch of like. Don't they have that market every day? Uh, I don't think so. I uh. think the markets that are out, like on the in the middle of the walkways and that sort of thing, those are only there on the weekend. Hmm. The ones that have like shops and tables, like that line the stores and cafes, those are there every day. But the little tables that were just out in the open area. Oh yeah, those are just. 
private business owners, little shop owners that have a table. But yeah. And it was really nice. So Ortequoy is by the first bridge. Mm-hmm. So we spent time by the second bridge and then we spent time by the first bridge. Yep. We didn't make it to the new third bridge because that's really far away from the city. Yes. And as far as I know, there's really no reason to go up there. No. Yeah. But it was it's fun. It's fun to spend time around the Bosphorus. Yeah, we had a good time in Istanbul. Yeah, I think this was the first time that I really felt that like Istanbul is not what I like what it used to be. Hmm. Like there's times that I've gone back before or I realize like how long ago I lived there. Like eight years is a long time. Yeah. Uh, six, I guess six years since I like finished living there. But, you know, eight years when you start living somewhere eight years ago, it's almost a decade. And so to see kind of how things have changed and um, see like how the areas are more crowded and what metro lines are now like the metro has been extended way past where it was whenever I lived there. There's just, it's a different feel. And so for a while I would come back and I would just feel like, Oh, this is the neighborhood I lived in. And now it just feels like, yeah, I don't, I don't know a lot here anymore. Like it doesn't feel like the neighborhood I used to live in. Mm -hmm. So it's just different. It was a different feeling this last time. Hmm. And maybe it's because, we have a neighborhood that we actually live in in a different city. And like, this is what I know of Turkey now. Yeah. And so Istanbul just feels a little bit more foreign. But yeah, it didn't feel like the Istanbul that I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very crowded. And I think I felt the same way. Now I felt a similar way when we left Izmir to Istanbul and then came back. Like Izmir felt like home where Istanbul just felt like crazy. And so I think it was sometimes a place doesn't feel like home until you leave and then come back and see the familiarness and and whatnot of it. And so, yeah, it was fun to go, um, but it's not I'm glad that we live here and not there. Yeah, I think we both said that. We're both really glad that we chose this location over um, living in a bigger city. Mm-hmm. So we're happy. We're happy we're here. Yeah. And we're happy that things are coming together. Yep. And it's that's about normal, right? It's been about three months, mm-hmm. so a quarter of a year. Mm-hmm. Seems about right when you start getting settled somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I can only imagine what six months is going to look like. I don't know. It's going to feel like we've been here for 10 years. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Thanksgiving was really fun. We appreciate just our friends that live there and just how welcoming they are towards us and um, that they just really welcomed us into their home. Mm-hmm. What's next? Germany. Can we talk about that in a minute? Yeah. What do you want to talk about before that? Well, we talked about kind of our house and um, going to Istanbul and coming back and making it feel like home. But I was also thinking about just kind of our neighborhood and people that we've become friends with and just the blessings that that's been um, in the last month to see some fruit from it or just to see just that we have friends here. (laughs) And we have quite quite a few that live with in like walking distance of us. Um, there's a few more that don't live within walking distance of us. But um, some of the issues with our apartments have meant that we've had to ask neighbors about things. And so we've had a little bit more contact with them. Or I, I could say I have. I've gone to their na- their doors and knocked on them several times. And um, so there's relationships that are being built now that weren't there, I think, even a couple of weeks ago. Um, we also are – we have a car that we're 
borrowing from a friend while they're in the States. And that's been a really big blessing for us to be able to drive around. I think for me more than Jason to be able to go and go to Ikea and get a bunch of stuff and come back or bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff or go someplace like to a mall and actually shop and bring more stuff back than you can carry in two hands. Like bigger <laughs> items, bigger <laughs> items that are not always easy to put on public transportation by yourself. Right. Both of your reasons why you like a car is so that you can shop more. Well, but there are times where it's just easier to get things all at once mm-hmm. instead of having to make several trips. Yeah. Um, and so having a car also presented some unique dilemmas with parking and how that works on our street. Like we like our apartment. We like where it's at in the city. Our street's just really crowded. And so that would be the one thing that I wish we could change, but there's no way we can change that. And with our with our driveway, we just have to work with our neighbors to get our car in and out because sometimes, well, most of the time, there's always a car parked on the street. So you can't get into the actual driveway without asking somebody to move it. Mm-hmm. And so it's helped me grow in my language, learning how to ask certain questions and uh, give, given me even more of a reason to go down and ask them questions and to knock on their door. Uh, so that's been really handy. Uh, and so that's been good to – it's helped us to start to know our neighbors in our neighborhood a little bit more. And when you can drive somewhere, then it helps you learn kind of the roads and what things look like and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And then I would say – What's been really cool is that we've been able to kind of develop a group of expat friends too. And we don't see them all the time, but it's nice that we have a community that if we need something, we can ask them. We just ask them directly because it's not always easy with language. Um, But if we can ask someone, how does it work for a foreigner here for this situation? Turks can't answer those questions all the time. Um, Sometimes we actually need a another expat to tell us how things work and so that's been kind of handy that we have people that are close by like we can walk to two of our friend's house in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, if we need to Mm -hmm. and we've got a few more people's phones who live just a little bit further away that we can ask questions to yeah yeah it's nice and to just feel more at home here and know people and have people know us and yeah, it's well, you good. could say that for your work and getting to finding some places to work outside of the house when when you're feeling cooped up or if you just want to work somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go to Roast and Found and you have some friends there. Yeah, it's a coffee shop that's just a few blocks away. That uh, I think we talked about it last time, but we can put the yeah. link in the notes. Too. Yeah, they have really good coffee. It's just a nice place to sit for me. So I wanted to talk about one last thing, and it's. I'm sure you're probably curious about how uh, Christmas is celebrated here in Turkey and if people celebrate Christmas and us as believers, how are we celebrating Chris- celebrating Christmas? And um, we celebrate just like you. Um, we actually bought a Christmas tree here and we bought some decorations from Ikea. And there's actually Christmas decorations in a lot of the st- shopping areas like in the bigger malls yeah they're like winter decorations right so it's a lot more it's commercialized and it's more of a santa thing and a new year's thing it's like a new year's tree is there santa uh, i haven't seen any santa no things. not there's some santa stuff but not a lot and but it is a little bit more like a new year tree and winter decorations and 
So I'm actually really thankful that there is stuff here for us to buy and celebrate. And we brought a box of Christmas ornaments and stockings with us. I packed it last Christmas as I was putting things away. And it said like, this is Christmas stuff to move with us. And it was really fun to open that up and have some of our our own ornaments that are on our tree. And then we've kind of kept a couple of traditions that we, we've done in the past, like... Like Katie hung up this advent calendar. Um, she did it last year, too, where it kind of has every day of advent. And then on the back is some sort of Christmassy activity for us to do. Yeah. Um, or in not even... In anticipation for Christmas. Yeah, or not even Christmassy, but just like things to do. Some of them are Christmassy, some of them aren't. But um, we did it last year and she hung it up again this year. And it's kind of a surprise thing for me because I don't know what's on the back of them. And um, I think most of them are actually blank. No. They're all full? No, just the first one because I kind of missed December 1st. Well, I didn't know if you... If you had them all already filled out. I do already have them all filled out. So she knows what they are and I don't. And based on things that she buys or or whatnot. In fact, she was mixing something last night and I couldn't figure out what it was. And this this morning I woke up and I was like, it's pancakes. She's like, not for today. (laughs) (laughs) Or I bought some wine the other day and he was like, what are you going to make? Mold wine? And I was like, Yeah. Well, you had done this Advent. Yeah. So Last year was the first the year I had surprised you with it. So some of most of the activities are similar. So you kind of know. Yeah. But um, it's a little bit harder to hide things here than it was yeah. in the States because <laughs> yeah. we're here all the time together. Yeah. But, so that's a that's a fun thing that, that we're doing this year too. Yeah. And uh, Izmir, because it has such a large expat community, there's quite a few uh, Christmas bazaars to go to. Uh, like today, we're actually, this weekend, we're going to a Christmas bazaar that's put on by an international women's association that I'm a part of. And so we're going to see some of those Christmas activities or wintry activities, I should say. And then um, we actually, if we were going to be staying here, then we would be able to celebrate with other with other people by doing like a, a Christmas breakfast or there, there's actually a Christmas concert that we're going to on the 15th. Um, and that's a lot of Christmas songs and um, celebrating the actual uh, holiday of Christmas, not just Santa or winter or New Year's. It's it's Christmas celebration, so celebration of Jesus Christ's birth. And so we're going to be able to do that. Um, but we're after that, we're actually going to be gone for a couple of weeks. We decided to spend the Christmas and New Year's doing something I've always really wanted to do, which is go to a bunch of European Christmas markets. Yeah. And uh, Jason's wanted to see some of Europe, but this probably wasn't first on your list of places to see. No, but I think it'll be good. Yeah, you're excited about it. Yeah. So we're going to see some Christmas markets and we're going to house sit for one of my cousins. In, in Germany. In Germany. And then we're going to do have – um, start off the New Year's in Prague with some of our friends that we went sailing with. Mm-hmm. So, and their parents. And their parents. <laughs> so that's what's happening over the next few weeks. And we'll continue to keep our podcast coming and share with you some of our fun Christmas adventures in our next podcast. 
yeah, we'll have we'll just be starting some of our Christmas adventures. So we probably won't have a lot of those to talk about, but we'll see. You know, who knows what will happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So if you were – some questions for the listeners, I guess, um, is if, if you had – you moved overseas, what would be some things that you would take with you from your Christmas traditions? Um, what – do you have special ornaments that you would bring? Um, I brought books and our old Christmas cards as well and um, a couple of stockings. But I would be interested to hear, like, what are some Christmas – memories and ornaments or um, items that you just would have to bring with you if you moved to another country. Mm-hmm. And what type of traditions do you have um, when it comes to the Christmas season or the Advent season? Um, and what were what would be some things that you would hope to do in the country that you would live in? Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. Those are good. And if you have ever been interested in the European markets, um, Christmas markets in Germany, or they're they're all over France, Switzerland, um, Prague, Austria. They all have Christmas markets. Is there one that you've heard of that you really want to go to, um, or is there something that you've heard about the Christmas markets in Europe, food wise or gift wise that we just have to try? Let us know. Are these a famous thing? Like people know about these? Yes. These European Christmas markets are a big deal. People go, they come from all around to experience the Christmas market. I had not heard of them. Yeah, there's, I mean, these European towns take just the town center and they just convert it into um, like a little Christmas village. And there's different vendors for chocolate and mulled wine and gingerbread and different treats that are local to their community and then you can also find um, like Christmas decor and Christmas um, stores that just have like ornaments, everything Christmas in them. And you can find like gifts for people that you would want to, you know, send back home or give to your family. Hmm. And there's activities. I'm sure there's ice skating and some things like that. So I'm kind of excited to see how they differ from country to country, but they're a pretty big deal. All right. Well, we'll let you know. So as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Funk Travels. Or of course, if you're on Facebook, we've got a Facebook page and you can follow us there at Funk Travels and see pictures along the way. Some of the things that we've talked about, there's already pictures up on those accounts so you can flip back through and see them. But um, as always, we do show notes for this podcast episode and you can see all the links for things that we've talked about in the show note links as well. Yeah, at our website. At our website. Funktravels.com slash podcast slash episode 022. Or in your podcast player too. And from the show notes, I'll do a couple of links to past blog posts that we've released since our last episode. And you can see what's been going on. Yeah, it's a great way to follow along. Right. We always enjoy hearing from you. So if you have any questions or if you want to know more about Izmir or something about the culture that we haven't shared, then let us know and we'd be happy to share that in our next episode. All right. We will talk to you soon. All right. See you later. Bye.